you are listening to a brand new Sammy story designed especially for your listening enjoyment. But first, why don't you hear a few shout outs of people who have called in and asked for them. I apologize if I don't say your name correctly, but it's hard to hear sometimes unless you spell your name outright. Yehuda Gross from Muncie, Leah Russell from Farakway, Pina Gehler from Cleveland, Chanoch from South Bend. We have the Caparino sisters. We have Akiva Barkin. There's uh, um, Shmuel Turkeltaub. There's Chaim Mordechai Lewin. There's Zevi. There's Tammy from Waterbury. There's Tzvi from South Bend. There's Shopsy Weinberg. There's Sarah from Psaic. Rivka from Muncie. There's Chevy. Yako Schwartzblatt. I had the privilege of having an incredible, valuable, intense conversation with Yosef Yitzchak and Miriam Jacobowitz from Lakewood, New Jersey. And Ellie and Mendy Reichberg from New York. And I want to say, I really appreciate your time. And I look forward to knowing that you are listening to your name mentioned and hearing this great story. Oh, by the way, thanks to my fourth grade class that helped me develop this story. Be well. Enjoy. On his way home from school, Sammy saw the sight that he saw, and he was shocked. He couldn't believe it. Sammy saw Avramel walk into a store, go over to the candy aisle, take a chocolate bar, put it in his pocket. Oops. Well, I'll finish the story. Uh, even though <clears throat> maybe it's usher for me to do so. Put it in his pocket and walk out of the store. Sammy's eyes almost fell out of his head. It's a good thing that he closed his eyelids before they fell out. Sammy raced as quick as he possibly could to his house. He burst through the door with so much energy that the door opened so quickly that the doorknob poked a hole in the wall behind the door. He ran into the kitchen and came to a screeching halt, leaving a black mark from his sneakers straight down the kitchen floor. And his mother said, Sammy, where's the fire? There is no fire, ma. So where's your rush? I, I, I need, it's, a, it's an emergency for me because I have to, um, I have to go, it's very emergency for me to go and, and get the phone. Okay, you have to get the phone? Yeah, I have to pick up the phone. I have to call somebody. Okay. Okay, um, you can go grab the phone and call somebody. You don't have to rush in and do it. Okay, Ma. So, Ma, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go try, try, try to call Beryl. Is that okay? Sure. Sure, go Beryl. Call Beryl. Uh, can, I, can I do it upstairs? I guess. Can I do it in your room? My room? Yeah, I, I want to tell Beryl something private. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. 
Sammy went up to his mother's room. He closed the door. He went over to the night table. He picked up the phone and he dialed Beryl's number. And he said, Beryl! Hi, Sammy. How you doing? Beryl, you won't believe what I saw. What did you see already? Beryl, I saw Avremel. I saw him too. I saw him at school today. Yeah, no, I don't mean I saw him at school. I saw him somewhere else. I saw him go into a store. I went into a store too, Beryl said. Well, I saw him go into a store and take a chocolate bar. Actually, Beryl said, I also went into a store today and took a chocolate bar. And I saw Avremel put the chocolate bar in his pocket. I also put the chocolate bar in my pocket. Sammy, what's the point? But, Beryl, did you pay for your chocolate bar? Did I pay for my chocolate bar? Um, I think so. Yeah, I did. Well, Avremel didn't. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. I'm telling you, it's a true story. Beryl said, great, thank you very much. I mean, I mean, oh, I'm sorry here, it's Lush and Horror, but uh, it's definitely interesting. Okay. Anyway, so what should we do? Maybe the next time Avremel starts to make fun of me or bother me, I could threaten him and say, if he dares bother me, I'm going to tell what I saw. Beryl said, hmm, interesting idea. Oh, my mother's calling me, i got to go. And Beryl hung up the phone. Sammy hung up the phone. Beryl did whatever his mother asked. And then Beryl went down the block to visit his grandfather. And he said, Zadie, hi Beryl, how are you? Baruch Hashem Zadie, I'm doing great. You know, Zadie, I have a friend named Sammy. Okay. And Sammy told me this incredible thing that I want to tell you about. Okay. Sammy told me an incredible thing about a kid in my class named Avramel. Oh. Oh, I see. You want to tell me something about Avramel? That's right. That Sammy told you. Yeah. All right. First, answer three questions. If you answer me three questions, then I'll listen. Sadie, of course. I'll answer any questions you have. Okay. Here's the first question. Do you know for sure that what you're about to tell me is true? Um, um, not really. But, 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 but Sammy told me, and, and Sammy's a nice guy, and I can't trust him. Do you know for sure? Um, no. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you the second question. Okay, Sadie. But but could you ask faster? Because I really want to tell. I, it's really schmack to tell us. I mean, I mean, I really. Is what you're about to tell me good information or bad information about Beryl? Well, it, it, no, Mom Beryl. Oh, right. So I'm sorry. Is it good information or bad information about this boy Avramel? Well, it, it's good for me, maybe. Certainly, it's good for Sammy. And it's maybe bad about Avramo. Mm-hmm. So so far, let me let me understand. You're not sure if what you're about to tell me is true, but you want to tell me about it anyway. And what you want to tell me about is it bad about somebody else. I, I, I guess. All right. Here's my third question for you, my dear grandson. As his grandfather comes over and gives Beryl a knip on the cheek. Oh, Zadie, that hurt. And then a knip on the other cheek. Zadie. 
All right. You ready for my third question? As long as it doesn't involve pinching my cheeks. Okay. Here it is. Is there anything that I could do as a result of this information? Um, well, um, in, maybe you could, no, that wouldn't work. Um, Beryl said, maybe you could, uh, no, that's not true either. Uh, uh, it's possible, not really. Uh, I guess not, Zadie. Mm -hmm. So let me review with you what we came to the conclusion as. So you want to tell me something bad about Avramo, but you're not sure if it's true. And I will not gain in any way from knowing this information. I guess, Beryl said sheepishly. So why would you bother to tell me the information? Why should I listen to such information? Well, Zadie, um, Zadie, um, um, okay, Zadie, I'm a little confused. Don't be confused. Just don't tell me. Beryl turned around. Where are you going, Beryl? You just came. Zadie, I, I, I'm a little, uh, I'll come back in a little while. And Beryl went back home. He picked up the phone and he called Sammy. Hi, Beryl. Hi, Sammy. Um, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Was the information you told me true? I saw it with my own eyes. And was the information you told me good? Well, it's good for me. And was the information you told me um, 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 something that that I, I, I would gain from knowing? Of course you gained because now when Avramo bothers you, you have you have what to say to him to threaten him. Oh, okay, good. I was just making sure you were allowed to tell me. Actually, Sammy, besides the fact like Avramo getting in trouble, but maybe you should tell Rebbe. You know what? That would be the best. But I have to do the shame shemaim. Okay, about the shame shemaim. In any mukhadam zuman, the kai mitzvah lashon hara, the shame shemaim. Okay, I'm going to call my rabbi. Okay, one second. Uh, 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 call rabbi, right? Call rabbi. Okay. Uh, and he ran downstairs. Ma, what's my rabbi's number? Um, I'll look it up for you in a minute. What, what's, what do you need? I, I want to do the mitzvah of telling lashon hara. The what? That's a mitzvah. Tell lashon hara at, at least today. What do you mean? It's the day after Rosh Hashanah. There's a mitzvah to tell lashon hara on the day after Rosh Hashanah. Well, sometimes. I don't know what you're talking about. Here's, the, here's your average number. Thanks, Ma. And Sammy went back upstairs to his mother's room and dialed the number. And his Rebbe had been laying down because he had a headache because of the fast of Tzom Gedalia. He picked up the phone. Hello. Rebbe! It's Sammy! Oh, Sammy, you know what? Could you call back a little bit later? I have a big headache. But Rebbe, it's an emergency. It's Pikuach Nefesh! Okay. Who's Nefesh? Well, it might be Pikuach Nefesh. Here's the story. Uh, Rebbe, Rebbe knows Avremel, right? Uh, yeah, he's in my class. Well, I saw Avremel today. Uh, so did I in class. And, and, and I saw Avremel go into a store. That's very nice. And, and I saw Avremel. One second, Sammy. Rebbe, what's the matter? Before you continue your conversation, before you continue what you're going to tell me, I need you to answer. Oh, no. Beryl asked me three questions. Is Rebbe going to ask me three questions? No. Oh, shoo. Okay, Rebbe, I'm ready. I'm going to ask you seven questions. 
What? But I didn't study. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Here's the question. Number one, do you know firsthand that that information is true? Uh, of course, Rabbi. I, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. So you fulfill the requirement of Aleph, which stands for Ata. You have to know it's true. Excellent. Next question. Do you know for sure that the person did something wrong? Do I know for sure? If, I mean, Avramo, no, don't tell me what he did. Do you know for sure that what he did was wrong? Yes, Rebbe, I know a hundred percent sure. Okay, so you fulfilled the second requirement of Toelis, Bayes, Borer, or Boror, or Birirus. Okay. Are you sure that if you went to Avramel and told Avramel that what he did was wrong and he should change his ways? Rabbi, Avramel doesn't like me. He thinks he's better than me just because, just because he's better than me in baseball and some of the other stuff too. He thinks he's like in charge and eh, he's of course not going to listen to me. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can listen to that either, but, but you fulfill the third requirement of Toelis, which is, Gava son, they are haughty. They are not willing to accept your rebuke. All right. Now, are you going to tell me exactly what happened? Of course, Rebbe. I'm going to tell Rebbe exactly what happened without changing a single thing. Okay. So you fulfilled the requirement of Dalid. Diuk precision in your storytelling. Okay? Fifth question. Why are you telling me this? Um, why am I telling Rebbe this? Are you telling it to me because you are trying to get Avram in trouble? Because you want to have an opportunity to do something bad to Avram? Or because you genuinely care about Avram? Um, can we come back to this question, Rebbe? Okay, because that is the fifth requirement. Hey, hamatara, which means the intention of your speech. Uh, we'll come back. I have to think about it. It's a really tough question. It is a tough question. Lots of times when people think it's so ellis, if they analyze their intention, they see that it's not really for the purpose of helping the person, but rather for the purpose of hurting the person. Uh, okay, six question. Six question. Are you sure there's no other way of solving this problem besides telling me the information? Um, uh, 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 yeah, I'm sure. Okay. So you fulfilled the sixth requirement, the vav of the ain. There is no other choice. And lastly, the seventh question. Are you sure that when you tell me this information, I won't be so mad that I will go ahead and punish Avramel more than he deserves. Rabbi, that's impossible. What? Avramel deserves so many punishments for so many different things that he does that Rabbi doesn't see. The other day, Avramel, when Rabbi was back, was turned to the blackboard, Avramel was throwing... I'm not listening to Lashon Hara right now. I'm asking you a question. 
Yeah, but I'm trying to explain why why Rebbe Rebbe really should, whatever happens to Avramel, whether it's whether it's a patch, whether it's sent out of the office, I mean sent out of the room, whether it's detention for three weeks, whether 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 it's being locked up in jail. What are you talking about, Sammy? Uh, I mean, I'm saying it works. Okay, we'll assume that it works. That it's going to be his worthy punishment, and that fulfills the requirement of Zion. Zeh. This is what he deserves. This is justice. So, you've met the requirement. Ata, you know it firsthand. You met the requirement, Borarta. You clarified it, and you know for sure it was wrong. You meet the requirement of Gavasan, that the person is haughty. In this case, that means he's not going to listen to you. You meet the requirement of Diuk, you're going to tell me the story exactly. You meet the requirement of Ve'en, there is no other choice. And you meet the requirement of Zeh, he's going to get what's called an equitable punishment. A what, Rabbi? Equitable. Uh, what does it mean? It means fear. Oh, right. Fear punishment. Okay, fine. Now, what about Hamatara, the intention? What is your intention? Um, well, Rebbe, here's, here's, here's the way it's going to go. Before I called Rebbe, I said, Right, but that's not a good intention. Oh, I, I meant, Lakai Mitzvah Tuelas. All right, I, I don't know if that's, that's um, true, but uh, I'll take the risk. Okay, I'm listening. Avramo went into the store today. And he went over to the shelf and he took a chocolate bar. And Rebbe, it wasn't a little chocolate bar like, you know, like this size. I can't see your fingers, Sammy. Well, Rebbe, put your fingers next to each other, that size. It was a gigantic chocolate bar like this size. I can't see your fingers. Just, Rebbe, put your arms out. And that's how big it was. I thought you told me you're telling me the story exactly how it happened. That's exaggeration. It's not bidiyuk. Oh, okay. Uh, fine. Um... Um, and he walked right out of the store and he didn't pay for it. How do you know he didn't pay for it? Because I didn't see him pay for it. Maybe he paid for it when he walked into the store. He put money on the counter. But, oh, maybe. Right. So you're not sure the person's action was wrong. You don't have bureau. But, Rabbi, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Did you, Sammy, go to the storekeeper? And tell them that you think somebody might have stolen something from them? Uh, no, Rebbe, because... Uh, so then you have another choice besides telling me. You said, Ve'en, there's no other way. You have another choice. Yeah, but Rebbe... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. I, I don't think I can continue to listen to this. But Rebbe, it's not fair. Avramo has to get in trouble because because he's always getting... Oh, so your intention isn't really because you're a tzaddik and you want Avramo to be taught how, how, how it's important not to steal. You really want a realm to be in trouble. That's right. Even if it's detention, or, or, or at least, Rebbe, at least, at least, Rebbe, you shouldn't be able to go to the canteen the whole week. Oh, so you don't care if it's a fair punishment either. So not only don't you know for sure what happened, not only don't you, aren't you telling the story exactly, not only did you not try another way that's available, and not only is your intention wrong, you also want him to get a worse punishment or a different punishment than he deserves? The only thing that's true is you saw the story firsthand. You meet one requirement out of seven. Is that called Tuelas? Rabbi, well, one-seventh, it is a pretty big fraction. Right. Well, I certainly cannot listen. 
I certainly cannot accept it. I certainly cannot even suspect it to be true. As far as I'm concerned, Avremel's a tzaddik. And what am I? Well, right now, you're trying to tell me Lashon Hara. That makes you, okay, Rabbi, Rabbi, I'm sorry. I'm doing tshuva right now. Okay, very good. And that's what Sammy did. The next day in school, Avremel came over to Sammy. I heard something about you, Sammy. Well, can I ask you seven questions? What do you mean? I want to make sure the person who told it to you uh, um, met the seven requirements when he told it to you. All right, what's the first question? Um, the first question is, are you going to beat me up? Probably. Oh. The second question is, um, um, oh, ready! <laughs> I was just trying to explain to Avramel the seven, the seven questions. You mean the seven requirements for Tuelas? Yeah, maybe Rabbi, um, maybe Avramel needs to learn them too because maybe somebody told him and he was doing some rechila. I mean, he was, uh, you know what, Sammy? Everyone go to your seat. And today, I'll go over all the halachos of Toelis so that everyone could know them well and know, basically, that you really can never say Lashon Hara for Toelis. Or almost never. Yes, Nasa. But Rabbi, yesterday we, we learned that Gedalia ben Achikam was supposed to accept, uh, at least listen to the words for Tuelas, because it was being said to him for Tuelas, and, and how did he know? Maybe they didn't meet all the requirements. You're right. It's possible. But a, a boy in a different class at one point told me maybe it's also different because that was Pikuch Nefesh. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he didn't meet all the requirements for Pikuch Nefesh. So then Rabbi, I was allowed to tell you last night about Ramel because it was Pikuch Nefesh. What are you talking about? It was Pikuch Nefesh because if somebody steals... What did you say I did? Uh, uh, boys, I think we need to take this into the hall. And the Rebbe went into the hall with Avramel and with Sammy. And the last I knew, they were still standing there talking about it.